You are now listening to The Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name Jesse Finver, and along with me, as always, is my good friend, Connor Sheeran. Connor, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Jesse? Another week in Jetsland, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, another another <laughs> eventful and non, uh, non-awful. non No, I'm kidding. Another eventful and awful <laughs> uh, week in Jetsland, because not only did the Jets win. emotional roller coaster. Yeah, not only did the Jets win this past week, which nobody wanted, although I think that people wanted to beat the I think it was mixed. Like, people wanted to I beat wanted to the, beat the Jets. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to beat the Giants as well, but I didn't want to win, if that makes sense. Like, I wish yes. that we didn't play yes. the Giants this year, <laughs> so I wouldn't <laughs> have to be happy that we beat the Giants, but also pissed that we screwed over a draft position and potentially getting <laughs> Chase Young. So that's where I'm at with the Giants game. We'll get much more into that uh, later on in the show, but we have to start with the biggest news of the week in Jetsland, and that it came out uh, today, Wednesday. We're recording Wednesday evening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed Adam Gase's first 10 weeks uh, because we're going to get another year of them. Uh, Christopher Johnson, the interim owner. That's what he's called, right? He's the interim owner. Acting um, owner, interim, acting whatever owner. you want to say. Um Christopher Johnson came out and had a press conference, an impromptu press conference uh, to quash and quell any rumors that Adam Gase would not survive this season. Uh, I'll go through the highlights of this as told by Connor Hughes of The Athletic on his Twitter feed. Uh, He said that the entire he told the entire Jets team he would not be making a change during or after the season at head coach. Adam Gase was safe. He said the message was received very well. Talked to a few select players to, after to get their opinion on it. I'm assuming one of those was Sam Darnold, another one was at Jamal Adams, mm-hmm. um, and I think that they both like Christopher Johnson and they both like Adam Gase. Well, I know Sam likes Adam Gase, which yeah. kind of concerns Sam, me. Sam would never say that he disliked anyone. Right, yeah, Sam, he's not... Sam's not one to voice his true opinion. Right. He's so, not Jamal. Um, yeah, he spoke to a group of reporters out of practice. There would be no changes at head coach before or after the season. Basically, how it went down was... Uh, Jets walked into the full-team meeting last Wednesday... Or the, Christopher Johnson walked into the full-team meeting last Wednesday. Uh, so a week ago from... A week from yesterday, um, if you were listening to this on Thursday... And he wanted his players to hear from him first, according to Connor Hughes. And he says uh, he had to put a stop to it. He says, quote, I want to assure you there will be no changes in coaches here. Adam has the trust of this team. He has the trust of Sam. He has the trust of Joe. He has my trust. He's a good man. He's a good coach. And that's, that's where we're at right now. Um, There's nothing really to say. Connor, I'd like uh, – I'm going to continue to gather my thoughts. 
because um, I've been gathering them throughout the day and I still don't know what to say, but I'll let you talk first. What was your, because you saw, you heard this before I did. I wake up in mm-hmm. the middle of the day because I work at night. Um, what is your, what was your initial reaction when you, when you came across this information? Well, it, uh, to put it bluntly, it ruined my day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of ruined it, you know, it ruined a, a decent Wednesday I was having. So, uh, you know, I mean, I wish I could say I was surprised. I'm not. I think you and I are both on the same boat there that this is just something that the Jets ownership, uh, under the, with the Johnsons has done in the past, continues to do and uh, will continue to do until they're stopped. I don't know how to exactly put it, but they are perfectly okay with embracing mediocrity. That is the easiest way to put it. They are seem to be perfectly on board with the fact that the team is like I don't like get ten, hold on. Can I just ten or eleven like ten or eleven wins over the course of the past like you know three seasons four four seasons or something like that. Can I interrupt They're perfectly you for cool a, with that. Can I interrupt you for a second? By all means. So, <clears throat> Christopher Johnson says he has the the trust of Joe Douglas and he believes in Joe Douglas. Mm -hmm. So why the hell isn't he letting Joe Douglas do his job? Because same question I've been asking Christopher Johnson to go over. According to Christopher Johnson, he is stepping away from the football side of things, right? That's, he said that a bunch of times he is letting Joe take care of everything. Then why don't you let Joe Take care of everything, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, why, it, why it, doesn't it, the it, general manager have control over the coach selection process? If if I'm if I remember correctly, you know, most teams, unless you're the Patriots, where the head coach is the GM, you know, why why doesn't the hierarchy exist? The normal hierarchy exists. With the Jets, the owner should have no decision. What uh, the Johnsons made their money doing? What they own a hand lotion company. They own. Uh, <laughs> they own Johnson and Johnson. They own Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> if you don't know what Johnson and Johnson is, they own. They they sell like hand lotion and baby oil and baby products and. Like literally everything that you could possibly need for your for your infant and other things. They are billionaires. Only a billionaire can own a sports team. So everybody clamoring for Gary V to be the sport the, the, the owner. <laughs> Gary V doesn't have enough money yet. All right. We can we can wait. He'll eventually <laughs> own the team one day, hopefully, but he needs to sell more wine first, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the Johnsons made their money selling whatever the hell they sell. Like baby food or whatever. They didn't make their money in football. Okay. So I just want to know what qualifies Christopher Johnson, other than the fact that he owns the team and he can just say, this is mine and I'm going to do it my way. And he has, you know what? He has every yeah. right to do that. But the fans, He's also, the owner, but it's like, you know, the fans also have the right to not show up to the thing that he mm-hmm. owns. If he handles mm-hmm. the thing that he owns poorly. 
Look what they're mm-hmm. doing in Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody. I have a lot of friends from the D.C. area, and same. Every single yeah, a lot of people. You know, it just, and I'm sure your friends are the same way, where they have become apathetic to it. There used to be a wait list for Redskins fans for their tickets, season tickets, for decades. Mm-hmm. All right, and there is no wait list now. Yeah. The, the Redskins fans, they are apathetic because their owner is mm-hmm. so bad. What the Johnsons are doing is very similar to what Dan Snyder is doing, is in that they won't get the hell out of the way. Yeah, it's just, it's very similar. It's a very similar organizational, you know, attitude towards how you run a football franchise. I'm hoping it that, just makes no sense. I'm I'm hoping that Joe Douglas is better than Bruce Allen is. And that Joe Douglas won't be a, sh- a shrill or a shill yeah. or whatever the heck the word is. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, he won't be uh, a sheep. He'll just be a yes man. A yes man, you know, and, and just do whatever Christopher Johnson says. It's like all of a sudden you beat the Giants and for That's some reason Gase is safe. I just don't understand what ha- what has made... Like he says that he has confidence in Adam Gase. What? Where? What? what why? What? <laughs> what confidence? Where it's is not this like the Giants from? are these world world beating franchises this season. They suck. They're they as bad stink. as Jets. They stink. Stink. Mike Francesa. He knows. <laughs> They're as bad as the Jets. They are a terrible, terrible. They're worse than the Jets. The Jets must beat them. I, I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's like. And so, and you know, the worst part about it is, is that they didn't even beat the Giants. They didn't. It wasn't like a beat down of the Giants. They beat them by a touchdown. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a great, like you know, destruction of another franchise that Christopher Johnson could look at and be like, hmm, maybe this Gase guy knows what he's doing. The Jets, their two wins this season, they squeaked out W's against these two teams, the Cowboys. They own the <laughs> NFC East. That's what they do. You know, they're getting, yeah. they beat Washington, they're going to be three and one in the, in the NFC East. They should be the division winner there. That's what it should be. <laughs> that should be the rule. Be Washington and Washington is, I mean, I would, I, I can't say that they should beat them because I mean, they the should, they Jets should, they, the Jets should beat the Redskins. The Redskins are that bad, but Hey, Miami just beat Indianapolis. So who really knows what the hell's going on down there? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, I guess the Jets just aren't even that bad. I mean, if they beat, well, Indy didn't have, Brissette, they had Hoyer. All right, we're getting so, off, but we're getting off topic here. The f- I will say one thing about regards to I saw a tweet the other day that was probably the perfect encapsulation of the Jets over the over the course of the entire time that the Johnsons have owned them. If you your team has if your team is bad for you know three to four years, you got a bad head coach. If your team is bad for a decade, then you got a bet you got bad management. And if you got if your team is bad or mediocre for 15 years or however long, you got bad ownership. That's just the way it is, and that's what the Jets have been for, you know, since the Pennington era. And they were bad then too. They were utterly mediocre then too. I just want and, an owner who doesn't care. Exactly. Be James Dolan towards the Rangers. He yes. and he doesn't care about them. That's the type of owner I want for the Jets. I want him to just sit there and he collects a paycheck from whatever revenue I want, they get. I want, That's what I want. I want an owner who views the Jets as a number on a spreadsheet, as an asset that can make them money. 
be a line and, item. That's and, all I can. And you hire the best people to make your decisions for you because all you care about is the bottom line. And in football and in sports in general, the bottom line is winning. And that's why James Dolan still owns the Knicks. Because at this point, it's been 20 years, and he doesn't care anymore about – I don't think he cares about either team anymore. He only cares about his music career, right? Oh, yeah. And all he, <laughs> all he wants is just to make money. That's why he's not selling MSG, because it makes him billions of dollars. So Johnsons aren't going to sell the Jets because it makes them money. But for some yeah. reason, these baby food owning like Gerber like, or Johnson and baby oil lotion magnates <laughs> magnates are under the impression that they know what they're talking about when it comes to football. And it's so obviously clear that they don't because they just continue to hire awful people. <laughs> Whether it's Mike McCagnan or John Isdick or Adam Gase. Hey, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning could have lost a bet that night that he called Christopher. Why Johnson. did Peyton Manning have to make that phone call? Peyton Manning could have lost a <sighs> bet. It could have it could have been a joke. And Christopher Jones was like, oh, Peyton Manning, he he won some Super Bowls. Maybe uh maybe maybe I should do what he says. Why would like why does Peyton Manning like why does that matter? Like why did why does Peyton Manning's opinion on this guy matter? Peyton, You're telling me that he didn't Peyton do Manning. anything for you. I don't care what Peyton Manning says. He didn't do anything for you. Every Peyton Manning. Time, you don't every, need coaching at that point in your career. Every You're single Peyton time, Manning. Yeah, every single time a play was called when Peyton was out there, he'd look at what the defense was doing and then he'd change the call. Because <laughs> he's Peyton it's freaking Manning. It's ridiculous. But we got Adam Gase, who hasn't who, who's who hasn't won a meaningful game as a head coach once in his career. Never. Well, he, did, he made the playoffs in his rookie season, rookie head coaching season. And did the they Dolphins. win a game? No, the they did. Everyone is going to reflect on that. You go, oh, we right. made the playoffs. Once. They didn't no. win a game. <laughs> that wasn't his roster. No, they won in spite of him. Clearly. I mean, holy hell, man. Terrible. You hired Joe Douglas. You pried the guy away from the Eagles, who is everybody says is just, just played a massive role in why they won a Super Bowl. And he was with the Ravens, and everyone loved him, right? And he's with Chicago, and everyone loved him. So said that he just was so good for them. And you won't let him do his job, his full job. Because it's not just his job to do, do player development and player and player scouting and everything and drafting and signing free agents. No, your GM needs to be in charge of who the coach is, because you're the one drafting players. Which means, yes, I understand. You need to be on the same page with your head coach. And yes, I understand that Gase and Joe Douglas are friends, and I'm using air quotes here. I don't know how good of a friends they actually are. All right, they worked together with each other for one year in Chicago. Mm. All right, and I don't understand how. Like a scout is going to work with a coordinator, like like that often in mid season, you know. Yeah. That that's that's neither here nor there. The point is, unless unless Joe Douglas is putting his his tenure with the Jets on the line for Adam Gase by saying I vouch for this guy, it's going to work. He's my guy. I just don't understand the logic of 
saying he gets another year. Mm-hmm. And there, all right, there is obviously the argument to be made that changing co- uh, your offense for Sam Darnold for a third time, fourth time in four years, because he had turnover at USC also, is counterproductive for your supposed franchise quarterback. I understand that. But, all right, just because your hand is rotting and you need your hand to write doesn't mean it's a good idea to keep the hand. Because <laughs> that rot's going to spread up your arm and all throughout your body until your whole body's rotten. <laughs> and then what happens then, Connor? You die. You're dead. Your career You're dead. <laughs> the Jets currently under uh, under Adam Gates are turning Sam Darnold to Mark Sanchez. Yes. 2.0. Granted, I don't think that we anyone thought that Mark Sanchez was ever as talented or had as much potential as Sam Darnold did. Granted, it's been 10 years since Sanchez was drafted, which is crazy. And now he smiles, but, at, now he smiles at us on ESPN. It's great stuff. Yeah, he did pick the Jets to, before the season started, he did pick the Jets to go like 14-2 and two or something like that. Literally, <laughs> literally gagging. <laughs> yeah, but great. But we, we, were talking, we touched on it a little bit last week, saying that uh, – a good offensive line was able to mask how inadequate Mark Sanchez was as a professional quarterback. And, but it's, it certainly can't be argued that the Jets management, the lack of support around Mark Sanchez did him an unbelievable amount of harm, ruined his career. And he's, he's out of the league before, after he, you know, he bounced around with a bunch of teams following uh, after he left the Jets and, you know, that's Brian really Schottenheimer for you. I mean, and then you look at him it's now. Kinda, it's, it's it's just like, I just don't understand how they can't look and see Sam Darnold's, not this Giants game, but the previous three, and just see it as like, I mean, look at what this guy, look what this coaching staff is doing to the guy. Like, right. the mechanics are, you know, the mechanics are terrible. We're, we're awful in those games. He wasn't doing really anything, you know, with the exception of, the Dolphins game where his really only one really glaring mistake was the interception. It's, you know, you just have to take the Patriots and the Jaguars game and just be, be like, this is, co- this is partially on the coaching, you know, or a good, a good amount of it is on the coaching. And to see that and think that it's, uh, unless barring the rest of the season, Sam Arnold plays lights out. It's just I just don't know how you can look at it on paper and you know say that Sam Donald's better off under Adam Gase. You know you know what I will say. I will say that he, the offensive line, looked much better against the Giants. Now the Giants' defensive line isn't good. Giants' defense stinks overall. It's, it's just bad. Um, Leonard Williams had nine quarterback pressures. <laughs> Didn't that that sounds familiar? <laughs> yeah, did you see that really big pressure he had when Sam t- threw the touchdown pass? Oh, it was yeah. great. It he was, was right in space. So much was... pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though, <laughs> having Kelvin Beachum back at left tackle and moving Adoga to the right tackle, it did make a difference. Yeah. Um, as much as we bash. Adam Gase, deservedly so. Um, 
one thing that's glaring about this team is that the roster is poorly constructed. Um, and that's not anybody's fault on the roster or on with the organization right now. That's uh, other than Christopher Johnson, who decided to let Mike McCagnan spend his war chest and make all the picks this offseason and then fire him right away, um, which I've gone back and forth on liking and not liking like eight times. And I'm mm-hmm. firmly in the I don't like that. Uh, and not even no 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 I wouldn't say liking and not liking I would say not liking and being just really okay with it but not being happy or sad either way and mm-hmm. I'm on more of the side of I I fucking hate the move now like I, just, <laughs> I think it's the worst thing ever that they've done it's just like um yeah. and it's just so obvious that this team needs offensive line help. Um, I hope they spend just a million draft picks on the offensive line this offseason. They're going to get rid of Brian Winters, uh, which we'll talk about soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Adoga looks good at right tackle, not at left. Um, <clears throat> but he's a young prospect who, who should be uh, who should be getting better every single year. Um, so maybe he's a bright spot. And then Alex Lewis, who's been he's been solid. When he gets time. My point is, when Sam gets time, like he did against the Giants, he can put up points, like a right. lot of points, you know. But he had zero time against the Patriots, no time against the Dolphins, no time against the Jaguars, and they lost no, three. He had some time. He had some time against the Dolphins, but but like not, but like Jags not, Patriots. yeah, but not as much as he did against the Giants. No, yeah, you're right. You're with, right. With Beecham back, it was just the line was just more complete. He's a real left tackle. Um, you know, he's serviceable, whereas Adoga just couldn't play left tackle to save his life. No. Looking like Eric Flowers out there in his shoulder. Um, <laughs> what up, Giants fans? That's a tough, that's a tough um, comparison. Yeah, tough. Um, and I guess, I mean, this isn't, these aren't excuses for Adam Gase um, or anybody on the coaching staff for that matter. Because, I mean, coaching, you're supposed to coach them to be better. Right. Right. And they right. just haven't been better. But I, I, the lack of talent excuse, it, it's, if that's what you have to try on the field every, every week, okay. I want to I mean, see... That's just that's what it is, but it's a coach's responsibility to make them look somewhat better week right. to week. You know where I'm like, at? They, they, they should never be as bad. Like It's, it's going to happen. It's just it's the way sports is. But they should never consistently look worse or as bad as they did the week before. Or unprepared. Or, unprepa- um, or unprepared. Like, right. Exactly. That's coaching. You know, that's just you know where I'm is. at, Connor. You know where I'm at. Where are you at, Jesse? All right. Christopher Johnson, <clears throat> you know what? You want to – this is – I'm speaking to you now, Christopher, because I know you listen to this podcast. I know you're a huge fan, and you, and you listen on the reg. So I'm talking Johnson to you right John- now. The, 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 I'm talking to the board of directors of Johnson & Johnson and Christopher and Woody out in the U.K. Um, I'm talking to all of you right now. You want to make Adam Gase your guy? Sure. All right. He's our guy now. We get another year of Adam Gase. We get another year and a half of Adam Gase. All right. We're going to see Joe Douglas. He's going to spend a whole bunch of money. And he's going to draft a whole bunch of different guys. And he's going to rebuild this roster. And now you've given Joe Douglas one year. You've given him a year and a half to rebuild this roster. Instead of the, the, the five years that he would have gotten with his own head coach. Now he gets one year to turn things around. He gets one offseason to rebuild an offensive line, find a secondary, get depth at linebacker, find an edge rusher, draft a wide receiver, 
draft a backup running back, fix the offensive line. Oh, did I say that already? Fix the offensive <laughs> line? It's, yeah. it's worth repeating. Yeah, it's worth repeating. Now he has to do all of those things in one year. Because Adam Gase is dependent on you, buddy. Because he's our guy now. Adam's our guy. <laughs> Mr. Gase, that's our guy. Adam's our guy. And Adam, Adam needs, uh, needs your help. Adam needs your help your to buddy win needs games. Your, help. your buddy needs your help, Joe. Oh, my God. And you better, you better be just super thankful that Christopher believes in your buddy, Joe. Your, your, your buddy, Adam. Because Adam needs competence at positions. Because it ain't Adam's fault, apparently. It ain't Adam's fault that he is, like, 10 and 30 over his last 40 <laughs> games. No, no, no. That ain't Adam's fault. No, he was in Miami. No, no. That rock, you look at Miami now. They're trying we're to lose. We're in Tannehill oh, yeah. Right. Never got a chance. Right. The Dolphins beat your, your sorry asses. I mean, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's truly unbelievable how poorly and incompetently run this franchise is and has been for years. Are we kidding years ourselves? Years. Are we kidding ourselves that we're any better than the Redskins? No, absolutely not. We are not better than the Redskins as terms of at least management. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, are we, I know. I think the answer is yes. We are kidding ourselves. <laughs> the playoffs in the past, since like, you know, the, the Redskins have made the playoffs more recently than the Jets. Jets made the playoffs in 2010. Eh. It's, it's going to be 2021. I want to throw things. I got nothing to throw. It's going to be 2021 if the Jets are lucky before they make the playoffs. Like, okay, so let's, let's, let's recap. They're going to, they're going to, Sam Darwin's going to enter year three with a coach who clearly doesn't know what he's doing. He's been for, he's, is obviously working in a game plan that, uh, hasn't worked because for as much as we chat, we ch- trashed, trashed Bates last season. Sam Darnold looked better under him than he has this season. Way better. You know, way better. As a rookie, he looked better. And here we go. This is the year. Granted, you know, sophomore slump. That's a thing. It happens to quarterbacks. Happens to players. But this is like... It, I I don't even know what to say. It's Guys, just like it's, it's the here. most frustrating thing to watch. And yes, the Jets have been ravaged by injuries. Is that a component of why they're so bad? Sure, it is. I mean, that's just a fact. If you know, as we saw on we saw on Sunday, if the Jets lose Jamal Adams, uh, God only knows what the state of the defense would be in because that dude essentially plays like five positions on the field because he's so good. But are we, back, he, on, are we that, back on the Jamal Adams train? I am. (laughs) Just when I thought I was out, he pulled me back in. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. And yeah, once he mugged Daniel Jones, I was like, "Shit, dude, how can you not like so back in on this guy?" Like I'm back in. He said he wanted to be a Jet for life today. Oh, we've spent. You know it's how like, long we've been talking? You know how long we've we've gone so far? How long? It's been a half hour. <laughs> we've been yelling for a half hour, man. All right. Like, um, like okay. Just you know, one. It's the last thing is like 
with Jamal. I know that trading him in the, in the offseason is the better, is probably the smarter move. But after a game like he had on Sunday, if it's he like, plays like that, he's untradeable. He's untradeable. You can't move it, a guy who does stuff like that. It was un. I mean, okay, it was we'll, night and day compared to the, the previous two weeks of the game because it, it, I've never seen a football player play like that. It was I, Troy, I just, he was Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed mixed into one. I mean, okay, he so literally, it, he mugged. He 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 <laughs> mugged. He needs to be like the FBI needs to get involved because what he did. I guess we're just we're we're transitioning into the uh, the Giants recap now, um, because what he did to Daniel Jones. It, Saquon, he did the Saquon. Oh, like holy, holy crap, man! Absolute. Insane. He went. He went right through. He went right through Saquon, and then just like just ripped it right out of poor Daniel Jones's hands. Do you know how Jones's emotional chance. that play made me? Like where my like my emotions were like, like you have on on one side you have my son Saquon, <laughs> and on the other you have. My other son, Jamal, who I'm upset with right now. But then <laughs> Jamal does something to my other son that makes me really happy. But I'm also sad because it's my son. And then he scores a touchdown, so I'm happy. But Saquon looks hurt, so I'm sad. And it's just, it hurts my head so much. Just like, like, man. like I was, I was sitting there, my... My roommate's a giant fan. He has season tickets, you know, huge giant fan. So he's sitting there, oh, he's sitting there that. watching the game with me. And I, I, my jaw was like on the floor, like on the floor. I couldn't believe what, like what I actually just watched because at first I thought it was just, Oh, well, Daniel Jones fumbled again. You know, that's just what happened. He had fumbled at that point, I think twice already in the game, you know, the Jets didn't pick it up either time, but I think he had fumbled already like a couple times so I was like, oh, well, Jets got this one back. Then they show the replay, and it's just he just ate his lunch. Just went to the backfield, and it was just like, ah, yep, I want this. That's mine. I'm just go score a touchdown. <laughs> it's like, do you ever see? The, you ever see the replacements? Yeah. But John Favreau's character goes out and he just rips the ball right out of the guy, right out yeah. of like the running back. <laughs> it's literally, it's, it was literally what happened. You know <laughs> He's what? like, I got, I got the ball. I'm going you know, to get it. <laughs> you know what we need? I think we know. Yeah, I think I think I have a content idea that I think we need to do. Uh, we need to collab with the Giants guys. Mm-hmm. And we need to have like a mock trial debate of who is worse slash more miserable, the mm-hmm. Jets or the Giants. Um, I listened to a snippet of New York Giants Weekly, and they're yelling just as much as we are, folks. Like it ain't any other, it ain't any better <laughs> uh, with, with the Giants. Just look at the, right just now. look at the Gotham Gotham Sports Network homepage. The Jets and Giants podcasts are. Both currently named Dumpster Fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least, well, at least ours was last week after they, you know, they lost to the Dolphins. Right. Yeah. Um, neither are good right now, but the Jets did beat the Giants, um, which was, which was good. I will say, you know, remember that, remember that book? That's good. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. with the little boy who like fly, fly, floats away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I just want to get that book and just like paint in Jets and Giants like <laughs> over the people's heads, you know. <laughs> Because this was good, but it was also bad. Because um, the Jets, like, I mean, you're you're one and seven. Just keep losing at that point. You, you want to get Chase Young and the, the Hall of Fame talent, you know. Um, but now you're two and seven, and you know the Giants are ahead of you in the in the in the tank for Chase race. And I mean, this is just a typical 
Jets winning games when they can't be winning games and Jets losing games like when they shouldn't be losing games like what was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam looked solid. You know, um, no mistakes from him really. Um, few missed passes, but you know, yeah, but like not like nothing glaring. Um, yeah. you know, I was impressed with Daniel Jones. Um, other than the on family. paper, he had uh, you know, I mean, he was making some Stalin, solid. He had, he had, I mean, he, to no comparison, he had a better game than Sam did. But, but, but like, I don't I mean, think he's better than Sam. I just think no, that, I, I'm purely reporting because that's what people on Twitter love to do is that they just go strictly by statistics. I'm pretty sure Daniel Jones had like he had like over 300 yards passing, four touchdowns. Uh, you know, Sam had 250 and two touchdowns if you include you know the, the rushing, his which passing, is a great play. His rushing touch, great, great play. play. Credit, credit. I'll, I'm only going to say this like you know maybe count it on my count it on one hand. Credit to Adam Gase for their, that play design. You know, it's not too often when you're okay with your quarterback, you know, doing something like that on the goal line. But Unless he's Lamar Jackson. It worked. Or you Colin know? Kaepernick or yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Uh, but or yeah, no, Daniel I mean, Jones. going back to like Sam, like Sam, he looked like the exact, and I, I was saying it the other day, is at this point in his career, Sam is, he's not a world beater. He's not going out there and he's not making, you know, he's not putting up these incredible statistics he's a he's a game manager which normally is a term that carry like it, it, it's a term that normally carries like a negative connotation to it but it's it's kind of like something that's on it's the term has been unfairly kind of associated with that because sam is a game manager but that's all the jets need him to be at this moment in time it's because not even the, that it's more like he's, no, just, he's got no talent around him. right if he was do, if he was putting up these statistics with a good offensive line and good receivers to throw to, like you know, the Giants—they have a solid receiver core right now. And granted, you know, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard—they weren't in the game; they were hurt. But Daniel Jones was still—he was still making it work. They have some good talent for him to throw to at the moment. You know, Golden Tate's pretty good. What's the other guy? Dar- Slayton. Dar- uh, I just picked on fantasy. He looked good. Yeah, yeah, he looked good. You know, the Jets. They still can't decide what to do with Robbie Anderson, apparently, because uh, he just vanished. Jameson Crowder, yeah, talk about talk about your all-time you know pickups as a free agent. Him and mm-hmm. Sam love each other. He's been fantastic uh, for the Jets. And, I mean, rest in peace to our, our sweet Chris Herndon. But Ryan Griffin has been a solid replacement for Herndon. Yeah. Him, Sam Sam loves him, loves him some tight ends. So, yeah. Uh, and then the, you have Le'Veon Bell, who like can't get anything going they because they, and they, they, they get hit behind Ronnie. a line of scrimmage. They just don't know what to do. They just don't know what to do with him. Right. And so I mean, I, hopefully, the offensive line. I mean, so. this is a, this is an amazing draft class for wide receivers. I'm sure Joe's going to take somebody. Hopefully, not too high because we have other issues that we need to address. Yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, this was just a, it was a good win. Um, I hope you know, it, it was a come from I behind hope Joe win. Used the first three picks is for offensive linemen. Like, yeah, it was it was a come from behind win. You know, they were down. Yeah. Um, they the game, went down, blah, blah, blah. Right. So Jets kind of win. It was a good win. I'm happy that we beat the Giants. I'm sad that we won a game because I <laughs> want a better draft pick. Um, we're not going to be – I'm not giving any hard-hitting analysis for a 2-7 uh, team. I'm just not. I ain't doing so, that. That's shout that. out. Shout out Nathan Shepard. Yeah, yeah. Good game. Showing uh, 
uh, he had a you know a really solid game. So, shout out Jordan Jenkins. Yeah, Jordan Jenkins two sacks. Um, just had six sacks in total, which is just a lot for them. Jamal had. Two, I mean, Jamal was the player of the game. Jamal's a player. Jamal's a player. Yeah. Two QB hits, touchdown, pass defended, two sacks, nine total tackles. Um, he was, a, he was a beast. I mean, just just an absolute animal. Um. Yeah, I mean that's it. That's all we need to talk about with this game. Um, yeah. We're not. I'm not. You're, I'm not giving hard hitting analysis for a two and seven team. I just ain't doing it. I. Nope. It's just not worth it. Um. Yeah. So that was the Jets Giants game. Um. Now we have news and notes. As we mentioned, if you heard. Connor mentioned our sweet prince, Chris Herndon. He's done for the uh, rest of the season. Um, he had a broken rib, played through it because he is a hero. And uh, he is out for the season. So is he went to the IR and so did Brian Winters, who has just been a tremendous waste of money at right guard. <laughs> um, he has been awful. Um, I guess there was that cool moment during one Jets drive week one when everyone was watching that show on Facebook when he had his kid. Congrats on your kid. Oh, yeah, that's You're right. You're going to be looking for a new job and a new home soon. Sorry you put all that, <laughs> sorry you put all that money into your uh, into your nursery. Yeah, that house is being sold. Um, news and notes. Um, Le'Veon Bell, or unless the Giants just pick up the Jets trash like they've been True. doing. True. Um, Le'Veon Bell knee ribs illness. <laughs> so, that's not an, that's not a perfect microcosm of the Jets entire like you know uh, knee, knee ribs God. illness He's sick like you know Connor oh Hughes God. had to specify he does not have mono <laughs> alright him and Sam are not making out in the locker room no uh, Dale, sources confirm Dale Roberts calf injury he did not practice Brandon Copeland hip he did not practice Robbie Anderson was limited. Ryan Khalil, uh, limited. Uh, Simini says Bell will be fine. Khalil returned after missing two games. Um, they might, even if he's ready to play, they might stick with Jonathan Harrison, which might be a good idea because I Khalil, think that'll be just a good idea. Khalil has been just god awful. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. Knee ribs illness. <laughs> um, something I did I did want to mention. Um, Blessing Austin, the Jets' mm-hmm. sixth-round pick out of Rutgers, has um, he played pretty well at the end of the game against the Giants. He got targeted four times, only let up one pass um, for not too many yards. I don't think he almost had an interception. Uh, yeah, two. they need him to be something because they literally don't have yeah. cornerbacks. Like Tremaine Johnson's gone. Um, you know, good investment, Chris. Yeah, man. You know, Nate, Nate, Nate Harrison contract. Nate Harrison does not did not look good in that giant game. He I thought he was going to be a good replacement for Tremaine, and no, he looked really bad. He, he got he got toasted on that. Uh, who what was that? He fell who, down on on a on a, on a Slayton on the, touchdown. It was, the, I'm it was sure. one of the uh, one of the Slayton touchdowns. It was the one where they were like fourth and three or something. Yeah, he just fell and down. He just fell down. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um the Jets black and green jerseys are just absolute fire, by the way. Yeah. Um they looked just so good. I wish they were. At least they've won week. a game. 
while wearing those yeah. and just not completely um, embarrass themselves again. So he played. So Slayton played two plus quarters. He recorded two pass breakups and forced a fumble. Mm. Um, you know, he missed most of the 2017-18 seasons due to major knee injuries. So he's probably not going to end up being anything because, I mean, injuries, injuries. But he's got one goal in mind. He's on a mission. He didn't say he didn't say what the goal was, but I'm assuming it has something to do with staying healthy and playing football and on the Jets. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, the news and notes. And this week, uh, the tale of two dumpster fires once again. Um, right now, the Jets are one and a half point dogs on the road in Washington to the one and eight Redskins. <laughs> Woo! Um, this is going to be bad. Uh, I think the Jets are going to win this game because there's one thing that they can do in Washington that's run the ball okay. Um, like AP is averaging like a little over four and a half yards per carry, I believe. Um, but the Jets, they do one thing well, and that's stop the run. Um, They're the best. Second, they actually have the number best run defense in the league. Oh, is it, it's, it's, it's number yeah, two? After, well, it was last week, but you know, um, Tampa had a good week also, and I guess they just – by like yards total, they have like f- four less yards per game. Or something. by the way, just, I mean, it can't be can't be stressed enough how good that run defense was against the Giants. Oh, I mean, one rush for one thirteen carries for one yard for Saquon. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, it hurt me. What did that average out to? Like a quarter of a foot, <laughs> a quarter yeah, of a yard every was, time ran or was, something. Ethan was not happy about that. Yeah, um, poor Ethan, Ethan and Duffy. Oh. You guys can see, if you guys could see inside that that Slack group, oh, Giants fans would lose their minds. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I mean, I think the Jets win this game hand, handedly, actually. Uh, the over-under is 38. Um, I think it goes under. I think the Jets, like, they're going to dominate Washington because they do nothing well also. The Jets do everything marginally better than Washington does. And so that's why they're going to win, which mm. is just super hard-hitting analysis right there. I know this <laughs> is what you guys come to the, the podcast for. But if we're just breaking it down to like the, the in the simplest terms, Terry McLaurin doesn't scare me at all. Even when it's Blessing Austin covering him, I'm just, I'm sorry. Like, you got Marcus May and Jamal up top, and they'll take care of things. Dwayne Haskins isn't scary. And Dwayne Haskins or Case Keenum, whoever is going to be starting. Hey, Haskins, they said uh, Haskins is starting for the rest of the season. Good. All right. Yeah. Great. So the Jets are going to get another win. Wonderful. Uh, we said that before the Miami game. So Yeah, but I'm making my prediction. <laughs> my prediction is that the Jets are going to win this game. And I'm not happy about it, but... That's just you know, the facts, just, I suppose. It's just facts, exactly. <laughs> this game, you got Kenny Albert and Rondé Barber once again. Maybe they're the just good luck charm. Dude, I, 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 like I, I don't, I don't, I don't like Rondé. to criticize normally, but Rondé Barber. That yeah. dude, that dude called stinks. him Robbie. Called Robbie Anderson. Called Robbie Anderson, Robbie, Robbie Williams, like three times in the yeah. course of like five minutes. Like, Jesus, <laughs> dude, come on. Like you're 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 a professional broadcaster. Yeah. Be prepared. Kenny, Kenny Albert deserves better. Exactly. Um. What's your prediction for this week? Uh, I think the Jets win. I think it's something like 24 to 10. If I were a betting man, I'd take that under. Yeah, I like that. Other team team has a good offense. That would have me sweating. 
Um, yeah, I would take the under. Man, it's gonna be. I I think they I think they win. I mean, the Redskins are as bad as they are, as bad as the Jets are, rather. Uh, I think Sam needed last week, last he needed last week, and he's this week just try to get his mind right, get his head on straight, and really start, you know, approaching the tail end of this season like, you know, he's the quarterback of the future because he is. I think we all still believe in him regardless of what – or regardless of what this season or these past few weeks has uh, shown us and has shown him. Um, he needs to go out and needs to at the very least have as good a game as he did against the Giants, and I think that's certainly uh, a doable task for him. And um, let's just hope that, you know – I mean, I got a touchdown against the Giants, but let's hope he can finally have like a really good game. And I think that the Redskins game against the Redskins provides a pretty good opportunity for him to do so. So I'm with you in thinking that the Jets uh, Jets get a W, whether we like it or not. Let's eat a W. Ah. <laughs> eat a W. All right, um, that's all I got. Yeah, um, Connor, you got anything you want to? You want to say at the end of this? I'm just going to go like punch a hole in my wall because Adam Gase is still going to be the head coach of the Jets. Good. So. Good. We're handling this health. Like very, it's very healthy, very mature adults. And, um, I'm, I'm proud of us for, for handling <laughs> this. Well, um, that's all for me. The Jets did win. Um, which is good. So we're going to, we will do it. You know, we'll do the, the, the Jets thing at the end, but, um, if you want to listen to this podcast, or well, you already listened to this podcast, so you know where to find this podcast. But if you want to listen to any other podcasts in the Gotham Sports Network family of podcasts, you can do so by going to GothamSN.com, or you can search Gotham Sports Network on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and uh, that's it, I think. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I do this yeah. every week where I just I can't remember. There's so many platforms. So I know. Stitcher, I said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen to them on all of those platforms. Uh, if you want to do any reading, Connor had a good recap of the Giants-Jets game on GothamSN.com. We also have a lot of good uh, Rangers content going on right now. Islanders, we got Nets. Uh, we, uh, we got a bunch a of good bit. stuff. Um, so check out GothamSN.com or at GothamSN on Twitter. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at JFinverseSports12. Give me a follow. Connor, you can find them. You can find him at the NJ Mick because he is Irish and from New Jersey. Yes. All right. That's yes, it sir. for us here on the jet stream till next week. I'm Jesse Finver. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Peace.